the criminal justice system, academic-based offenses are considered especially heinous. In the West Blue, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as Cypher Pole 9. These are their stories. Your Honor, he's guilty, but you didn't hear my case. You're guilty too. Wait, what? You know, recently I learned that um, they do voices for animation after they animate it, like the for anime and stuff. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. technically. All anime is dubbed. Correct. <laughs> How, why would you say something so controversial? <laughs> Yet so brave. Suck it, losers. Anyway, we watched anime. We watched a One Piece. <laughs> we watched a singular One Piece. Yeah, uh, and these are actually some pretty good apps too, if I, if I, if I might say so. I mean, uh, well, here, well, before we get into it, let's, let's go over the summary really quick. Uh, <clears throat> As the tides of sorrow surround her, Robin stares at the distant flames engulfing her life. Her mother, her friends, the very island itself, erased from time. With nothing left but the cage forming around her heart, she runs. Running from the world, clawing at her back, running from the people that wish her dead, from the ignorance that has plagued her since birth. Though she finds small, tiny moments of revelry, the ashes of her past refuse to let her rest, her mind haunted by constant misery and misfortune, the devil's luck. This, this is why she refuses to be helped. The very cage around her heart is now the only comfort she knows. The only speck of peace she has been allowed to have. This is why she wants to die. If it goes on and on like this, no matter how kind you may be, someday you'll see me as a burden. Someday you'll be forced to betray me and throw me away. That's what I'm most afraid of. Understand? That's why I didn't want you to rescue me! If that's the only future I have, I'd rather die to save me the pain! A life full of misery now bears its fangs at the only people left to care for. Instead of letting that misery spread any further, she chooses to end it with her. And so after hearing what she said, Luffy recites the words of one Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) I recognize that you've made a decision. But seeing as it's a stupid ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. <laughs> good. We did it, baby. All of that dramatic dramaticized writing at the end with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> I love it. Which I mean, he ain't wrong though. Like, it's like I I understand where you're coming from, girl. I've heard it. she's like he's like yes, yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't give a damn about a damn thing. Hey, you know, I, okay, so first of all, let's, uh, what's, what's our first topic? The, holy shit, we've got so many. Yeah, these were some I mean, meaty look, man, episodes, these, these, dude. these episodes are lengthy. A quick little, uh, called it. Go Which on. one did you call? So, just O'Hara as a whole and the devil's aspect of it. Congratulations, Devin. Fuck you, Justin, as always. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Moving Justin. on to our first point. Robin's past. So, uh, yeah, so uh, Ohara was the island of knowledge, I guess, with its own tree of knowledge and archaeology. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I really like that uh, that tree of knowledge. Honestly, the the little like uh, the giant stump of being like we got a giant library. Stump. It was here. a whole ass tree. It was a nice tree. And then uh, good old Robin here is uh, she got her PhD at what like age eight again? Uh, yep, <laughs> Ace her exam, dude. PhD. What do you have? <laughs> I, what have you I, been doing with your life at age eight? I got three quarters of a degree at age eight. Definitely not at eight. Yo, Isaac, I told you to shut up earlier. What, what do you had to what do you had to say earlier <laughs> when I told you not to consume the content? I don't got nothing to say no more because of you. Wait, wait, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this coming. <laughs> told you to save it for the cast. I don't want to say it no more. Isaac, Isaac, come on. This is a safe space. We want to hear from you. What's up, big guy? It wasn't a safe space when Jordy told me no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe space now. It wasn't a safe space five minutes ago. Is he still here? <laughs> don't don't i've got i've got jordy i'm holding him back okay like he's not I'll coming at you look, i got look, you I'm, I'm not even looking you're blind <laughs> anyway so it doesn't help <laughs> it's audio based <laughs> all right so let's try to regroup a little here uh yes. general thoughts on the episodes good amazing i love these apps uh, I, I, love find, it. I find the, uh, these these are episodes that i do go back and rewatch. i don't rewatch all of these i normally just kind of like cherry pick the very last one of her backstory to be honest with you is this uh <laughs> during sad boy brendan hours oh my god the last episode is absolutely sad boy brendan hours i want to hop on this train real quick because uh i don't know like what contents are in what episodes like detail for detail so the very last episode for this week i like kim didn't know it was going to come up. And this has like one of my favorite one piece, my favorite sad one piece moments <laughs> in, in mm-hmm, like the whole series. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it later. But like it, bro, I, I watch it in sub. When I get to the part of the last episode, the very ending, I go back to the dub because I was the first time I ever heard it. And it is, it hurts so good. It's chills, bro. It's chills. Exactly. Yeah, the voice actresses on both sides are really good about it. Yes. Yeah, I, I, uh, I went and listened to the dub just for the sake of listening mm. to it. Yep. So good. Christian gets it. vocal cords, bro. Stephanie Young. Stephanie Young is a, a fucking powerhouse, dude. And she... I, I can't even imagine, you know, how much how, how how many tries now, because you got to remember, like, this is like when they do these, they have to take more than one take, you know, make sure they yeah. get the right version they of it. To, so. They have to get the, <laughs> like the right feel for it. And the, the, the whoever's uh, directing is like, no, no, no. Give me a little bit high, a little bit high. Give me more gusto. Yeah, give me more gusto. You got you got like the the the, uh, the voice director in the back going like, you know, I think I just want a little bit more falsetto when you're on the third word of the sentence. <laughs> Does it again? <laughs> right, and that's the dub. That's when they they have like time crunches and all that, and they do have time crunches in the sub. But I imagine the sub there's a, there's a lot more of a, a finesse to it. Uh, Yuriko Yamaguchi, I think, is the sub. Mm-hmm. Where they probably spend a lot more time into it because it's a native language thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than trying to match it, because they're 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 creating the moment rather than trying to match the moment that mm-hmm. the dumb people have to do. Right, right, for sure. So that, that's crazy. No, oh, dude, it, it's so good. We we love. It. Well, without before we get to the present time, let's 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 finish up all of our all of our past details because we we got plenty to talk about on that. And our small the small like ten minute sequence in the present was <laughs> had, had plenty to talk about it in, in and of itself. But uh, we had a uh, the, the the next big thing we learned about was our, our boy Jaguar D Saul. Your boy, Saul. We finally meet Saul. He's actually kind of one of my favorite characters. I love this dude. <laughs> Even really? though he's like very short-lived. I, I really like this guy. <laughs> he's so fun. He introduces my first like favorite laugh in the series. <laughs> I gotta admit, all my life people been telling me my laugh is silly. But you, you're pretty cute when you laugh. You should do it more often, I say. <laughs> Anyhow, I go by the name Saul. 
Jaguar D. Saw, if you like. This laughing tick is fantastic. And the guy who even did it in the dub, uh, he he's also the the voice of Blackbeard uh, for mm-hmm. the dub. But he, I, I don't know, man, he just, he weans into it so naturally. It's fantastic. I, I, when I listen to both the dub or the sub, I think that they both just absolutely have a great time with it. It's fantastic. Out of all the, like, the laughing ticks, that is not one that I would think would be an easy one to do. Like, you, you remind yourself of, like, versus this shit. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty good. It makes me, it makes me smile. He, he, he says the word gusto, and then, in like, half a second, I was like, damn, this, this guy was best buzz with Tom, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> this guy would absolutely get a drink with tom no like low-key no no problem <laughs> a giant and a fishman in a bar finish that joke for me <laughs> but you know one, one thing that's uh interesting to note is that mr saul happens to be a member of the d clan the will of d he says that every every person in his family has that so he's technically related to luffy in some way yes definitely yes. As well as go Roger. Remember back in uh, Alabasta when uh, she first pulled Luffy out of the sand after he lost a crocodile for the first time? Easier. Yeah, so now now we understand her slight affection during that moment when she saved him. But uh, he was, what, a member of uh, the, the world government as well? Former vice admiral. Yep, former vice admiral. Homeboy was like, I don't I don't like that we're hunting all these people down. Like, this is this is kind of It was fun. specifically the part where that they murdered everybody else on the ship. He was like, they're just scholar. Like, they weren't. They weren't going to fight back that hard. Like, we could have just arrested them all and put them in cuffs. Like, we would have been fine. And some other guy on the boat was like, kill them all. To be fair, it was a direct order from uh, uh, an admiral at the time, Sengotkun. Yeah, young Sengotkun. This is 20 years. A lot of, a lot of shit happens in 20 years. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so yeah, Jaguar had like a mini Tashigi moment where he was like, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And he, he actually, like, talked to Olivia, and she's like, Olivia. Name her Olivia already. There's no se- there's no Honestly, first Just call her Olivia, bro. Uh, yeah, and she she goes, no, 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 we're just trying to, you know, we're just trying to be uh, smart pants. We're just, we're just trying to study. And he's like, shit, we've been killing innocent people this whole time. Well, I mean, I, I don't think he comes to that immediate conclusion of being like, man, we're, we're killing, we're fucking murdering innocent people i think he was more like i just don't necessarily believe in this cause i don't believe because at the time the government was suggesting that they were scholars that were digging up information related to the ancient weapons specifically right mm-hmm. and that kind of information in and of itself could be dangerous to the entire world which is what they were suggesting and telling saul and saul was like listen they're they're definitely digging things up but i don't i just don't see them being the kind of people that are trying to like you know take over the world or something like i think we're we're gaslighting a little bit out here he had a really good moment where he was like why don't we just help them to make sure they don't try to revive uh pluton or something if their research is so dangerous why don't we help them so nothing goes wrong least you can do is give me some proof that these folks are bad because to me it seems like we're the criminals here are you questioning the government? Just follow your orders. Uh, 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 uh. I got some questions for you. You think we can talk? This is an emergency. And they were like, "Yeah." The world government was like, "No, we, we nobody's allowed to know except for us." Which we later discover they were hiding some shit. We don't know what it is. They're hiding something. Mm-hmm. In the words of a uh, send goat coon, redacted. <laughs> that's good that's good actually the entire island as well they were all like scholars but only like a select portion of them left the island in search of more poneglyphs 
but at one point dr clover was telling uh the the elder stars the grand elders uh that you know he was like hey you know we've we've got a few theories about what's going down and why we're not supposed to know these things See, let me let me tell you about oh, that it. was that was probably yeah. one of the best moments in the episode that was a hell of a drop what i believe the world government is afraid of is the history surrounding this lost kingdom its existence and its ideologies are so dangerous to you that you would kill to keep them secret <clears throat> Although we still don't know what makes you fear this kingdom, we do at least know its name. Since we've gone so far already, perhaps you'd like me to share it with you now. Kill him! And then he got shot. Shot. Do we think that the name of the kingdom, like how much information do we think was on the Poneglyph versus how much information do you think that they used from the Poneglyph and looked elsewhere? Do you think no, that Robin think... might know the name of the kingdom like they do if she read the whole Poneglyph that they had? This is definitely information that they gathered throughout the, the places they traveled. Yeah. Because okay. they mentioned it. This is, this is people all around the world. They gathered here, which means all those people probably found a single Poneglyph at some point and they're right. just like regrouping, getting their information together. Or just the books, right? Like, yeah, I, 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 I'm willing to believe that a lot of them brought these books over mm -hmm. and somehow like just reading through endless pages and pages, you end up connecting dots about like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what certain things are. I, I'm, I'm willing to bet like the Pone Glyphs don't actually have that much information on them. Uh, let alone that a lot of these scholars found a ton of Pone Glyphs enough to put together that much history history you know mm -hmm. right because these things are supposed to be kind of sort of rare so i feel like all of these scholars didn't just happen to run into poem glyphs this this information came out of books from god knows how long ago but look the more people i run into by the way that have this d in their name the less i'm impressed by the idea that it exists really what yeah i the, the more people that we run into like the will of d is initially like proposed as a as a big thing like people who have d in their name are going to be big people like they're important people probably yeah we keep just running into characters that just have the d in their name and now well, i feel like saul's the first like random goon that just has d in his name right yes mm -hmm. it kind of diminishes the d well, no, because we don't we don't really know what he did. He could have a backstory. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you don't know anything about Saul really, or what he accomplished, or what brought. I mean, he was a vice admiral. Like, if he that didn't, is pretty big deal. If he didn't admiral. leave the military, he might have become an admiral. Though he was clearly not nearly as strong as the other two admirals that were at Ohara that day. Well, because they were shooting <laughs> at him, and he was trying to protect people. First of all, he wasn't fighting back that much. Also, they have busted devil fruits. Yeah, they do have busted devil. Fucking logiatice, bro. <laughs> Always. Aokiji and his young Aokiji, like, edgy, edgy face. I'm the young cool. Aokiji's not a bro. Definitely not a bro. He's no. a little ruthless. I ain't gonna lie. Why is his name different? Is that his first name? Is that his last name? What's Justin, Kozen? don't say it. I know what you're gonna say. Don't even bring Who's it up. On? Wait, Who's on? What, what did you think I was gonna bring up? I, I, I'm afraid, but don't bring it up. I was gonna bring up the other, the other dude <laughs> yeah, who I hate. Don't bring it up. Don't bring Wait, it up, because we don't know yet. It says right here in the freaking scripts. Huh? Where? Under Buster Call. Down there. Oh, under Buster Call. That, that first name, that name right there, bro. We don't know that yet. All right, well, you guys. He was in the episode, yeah, dude. They they said it in the episodes. He was there. What? He was the one who blew up the evacuation ship. They didn't know that he was Akainu. Wait, yeah, I don't. That's not mentioned in the show. I think it's a lot cooler that you know. Fuck Akainu. Akainu is one of my most hated characters yeah, so, in the show. So I wanted to know if you guys thought they were actually going to let those refugees go. No, not not for no. a second. 
I there was not a moment in my head where I thought that that ship was getting was getting out of there. Now, I did not expect it would just be well, what I thought at the time was just a random goon. From one of our ships, it was Vice Admiral Sakazuki. If we're doing this, we have to be thorough. If even one of those scholars had managed to sneak on board that ship, then all the sacrifices we made today would be in vain. However small, we cannot allow any evil to thrive. No one must survive. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I didn't think it would happen that way necessarily. I didn't think the government was actually going to let it go. And then somebody else stepped in who was crazy a little bit and would just blow it all what, hell, what i but... liked about that dynamic too is that like even during a buster call the five vice admirals that show up clearly have a different like idea for how it's going to go down now listen am i am i wild to be on sakazuki's side yes i hate you i hate him uh, too a little bit well well he, he he's taking he's taking the necessary precaution because he specifically goes like if even one scholar got on that ship we failed our mission completely, and we'll have to start this all over again. But I feel like you can use that. Okay, I'm not saying that you're wrong, and that's that's fine for like an angle. But you can use that justification for a lot of things. You know what I mean? Like, but what if you know one single per? It's like, bruh. Like, well, why did you not do your job right in the first place? Why did you not make sure there were no scholars on the boat in the first place? What do you mean? Like, get your shit together. Do you not trust your own marines? Like, what they the don't, fuck? I don't even think they they. They they didn't even like bother to uh filter them because the the ship was empty in the beginning they said the ship was empty, not even not, not a single marine was on that ship. No, that's true. They, they they probably planned it from the start. Or at least at least one of them did on the side. Yeah, it was never gonna happen any other way. Which is interesting because how did they even set sail? And I guess one of them must have just been like, all right, well like we're good. They're not helping us, so we're just gonna help ourselves. So a marine just like slapped the back of the boat and started moving <laughs> forward like it was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, Sakazuki is one of my most hated characters in the show. One because of like the, one of the, this moment, which I completely forgot about, by the way, and also throughout the series. So, so spiraling back to the to the professor's theory, he mentions that the the gap year also happens to coincide with the, the gap century. Gap year, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gap century also happens to coincide with the around the time that the Marines were formed. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. He mentions that all the several countries in, in the world joined forces and created the Marines. World uh -huh. government. Well, yes. created the world government. The world government. Which created the Marines. Same shit. And meanwhile, and I love that our main characters cared nothing about any of that. <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> they're just like, Robin, love us. <laughs> Robin, you friend. I, I don't even think she's ever going to say it. No, yeah. I mean, they don't, they don't know that information. She wasn't like sitting there recounting her backstory. That's very true yeah this is all us knowledge like us as the audience member yeah mm -hmm. luffy doesn't even know nami's backstory so i just had a random thought what's up so you said it was yellow monkey right mm -hmm. correct that'd be correct and monkey is luffy's surname oh uh, where are we going with this what if luffy's dad is part of the world's government hmm. Mm. Mm. interesting that is a take and he's got to fight his own dad and more on that later. Moving on. Absolutely. <laughs> what if, like, his whole family is just there? You got dad, you got grandpappy, <laughs> you got grand-grandpappy. L literally Ace and Luffy are the only two, like, fucking black sheep that were like, we want to be pirates, and they come from a very, like, a very extended family of, like, proud marines or something. Because <laughs> of, unfortunately, because of TikTok forever ago, I did get one spoiler. I'm not going to say it. 
so I know who it is. So you are suggesting that the dad and yellow monkey are one in the same. I have a feeling. Hmm. And then when we finally meet him, he'll kick Luffy and complete the trinity of monkey kick monkey. Mm-hmm. Monkey <laughs> kick monkey. <laughs> if I told you that, I'm pretty sure I also know who Luffy's dad is. Would you want to talk about it? Or no, because some people, some of the audience members wouldn't know. I don't think that's possible at all. There's there's a lot of people that are, are, are not cut up. And there's just like we get numerous comments. They're like, oh, I'm just on chapter this and this. So I started watching One Piece and I started watch, listening we to your podcast. We actually do too. have some following that actually listened. Power to you out there, by the way. Uh, we have some following that like kind of watch the series along with us. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's why I don't, I don't really want to be spoiler heavy here. Tragic. Uh, what you guys did? You guys even notice that they had a little planetarium inside the tree? Did any of you even make note of that out of curiosity? I probably saw that and just definitely like went over my head i was like okay you know library stuff whatever so they had like a a version of their supposed planetarium uh and it's been (laughs) the only reason i bring it up is because if you'll notice or if you think back maybe maybe it just kind of went over the radar they had their planet at the center with like seven or eight other celestial bodies like in various like rotation or like or or, uh revolutionary paths around it so like you know it's kind of the situation where they truly ancient thinking yeah like the earth (laughs) is like the center of the solar system so it's been like a a very long-standing question as to whether or not that solar system depiction is actually true i have a feeling that it was not intentional because i had this instance for D the other day where I mentioned the stars as a DM, just like that, just the stars. And my player uh, goes, hey, DM, what kind of constellations are there? And I was like, you motherfucker, why would I have written that shit? <laughs> I literally pointed at him. And I was like, why do I need to answer yeah, that Why now? would you answer that? Cool. Yeah, <laughs> this is definitely a curtains is blue situation because I'm pretty sure they just the order or the oh, well, I'm thinking order just wanted a background thing to make him look smart mm-hmm, and just put like mm-hmm, a, a bunch mm-hmm. of cons- constellations up there. And he sort of did it. But then the animators had to like use perspective to make it look real. And so they were like, shit, what do we do? I don't know, just put, put a bunch of squiggles up there. And then the audience was like, is Earth the center of the One Piece universe? Beautiful. And Brendan's like, but, but do those squiggles mean something, though? Is, that, is, this, is this theory something? <laughs> yeah, so it's probably just kind of a one-off. That, that's kind of my take, too. I think it's more of like a one-off. Like, maybe they don't really have a better idea of what their solar system looks like. If they, if they do come back to this and they go, look at this, we did it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Damn, Brendan was oh, right, but cool. I'm pretty sure it was just background. No, uh, yeah, content. like may- maybe yeah. the One Piece is not on the moon, but like on one of the other seven celestial bodies. Oh that my god, re- stop! <laughs> Welcome to One Piece, Shippuden. But uh, no, so the the burning tree though, all the all these scholars people, all the scholar people, man, like they they went right back to the tree and they didn't give a fuck about themselves. They were just like, save the these books. books in the lake, keep them from burning. Yeah, I'm <laughs> pretty save sure that throwing books. books in water is bad. Well, right, but you you can also like save something that's wet more than you save something that's ashes. Exactly. I mean, you're right. So like in that in that situation, I think that they were like weighing their options, right? Because they started by like you know. P- pulling books out of the, like the tree but as the tree yeah. flames were like getting too intense then they were just kind of like all right well I-, I don't know what other I- opportunity we got guys like this is this is the hill i'm gonna die on you guys can do you and they're just like nope but at the same time why didn't the military just blow up the lake then like well, after everything was settled and they found the yeah the they, books didn't, in the they didn't river? see that it seemed to be like the the lake was on the opposite side of the tree where no one was 
position, right, right. I but guess. Like, after they found it. Well, we don't know what they did to it. You know, at this point now, we're, as an audience, we're just kind of be like, okay, well, the government either continued to save it or they got rid of it. But, you know, they weren't there to destroy knowledge. They were there to destroy those who are trying to acquire knowledge they shouldn't have. You know what really surprises me? This is, this is a whole island of people. How come there was no devil fruit for people? Well, there is. All these scholars, none of them are like, let me see what this fruit tastes like. I, I mean, Robin was. There was one, yeah. Yeah, yeah one. What, what? This is an eight-year-old girl with a devil fruit, but like all 40 of the, the, the world travel travelers are none of them. They also never one. explained how she got her devil fruit. Yeah, I was kind of, that was the one thing I was like anticipating when, when they started flashing over, at, but she just has the devil fruit already. And so we still don't know. This is an instance of uh, Zoro wing where we don't know where Zoro came from and we won't know for a bit. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. ever. Because Oda likes to do this. He likes to leave things open for later on. He can di- uh, dissect it. And give some reason to go back. Yeah, it gives them a reason to kind of like expand upon it further. So unfortunately, that's mm-hmm. the one thing out of her backstory we don't know about is how she did get the flower flower fruit. But uh, everyone in the village was certainly like, what a fucking freak. And I'm like, bro, they gave her the Naruto treatment. Yeah, they really did. It's like no parents and you got a weird monster looking thing. The only difference is that she had an elder that cared about her. Yeah. The third, the third Hokage kind of gave a shit, just like not enough, All the and not jokes as much that as Clover I've seen did. Making fun of the third Hokage, where it's like, yes, I will take care of your unborn child for the rest of time. Here's an apartment. Eat some milk. Fuck you, and just shuts the door well, on him. That's very right. <laughs> I know you didn't watch it, but if you watch Boruto, Naruto's like insanely busy. So I'm just imagining, and he has shadow clones because he uses the shadow clones to multitask, and he's still super busy. I'm imagining the third Hokage just being like, he's got food, he's alive. I, I did my job. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing great. While, while I can agree with you, uh, the world is a much different place in Naruto's time than it was. Like Naruto single-handedly brought all five villages together. He had like to balance shit in all five villages. Well, well, like he sure, was the world president. He still has the the advantage of shadow clones. Yes. Third Hokage does not, which he could, yeah, he but he, uh, he, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have the power to do as many. Yeah, because shadow clones actually like divide your chakra up evenly, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. As opposed to like when you make a normal clone and it's just like a yeah, Naruto's only able to do that because he has the nine tails. No, you whatever. This isn't a Naruto cast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're here. Welcome back. <laughs> Isaac was about to spit in your mouth. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> forget it. Uh, before we move on, I just want to do a, a quick fact dump. There's this book. I can't remember the name of it, but it's essentially a a guidebook that. Uh, explains all of the real world's inspirations for like the world of One Piece. So in it, it explains that Ohara is inspired by England, um, and the library, or I guess the World Tree, is inspired by uh, Liverpool Central Library and the British Museum. I had to do more digging into this particular fact. I think uh, the wiki got a little bit wrong and didn't update it. <laughs> Someone wrote that uh, Ohara might be a play on words of one of the oldest trees uh, known in our real world as Old Hada. I did more digging into that. Old Hada wasn't given a name until 2013, well after... The release of the series? Yes. Um, okay, yeah, yeah. So I think that's just a really cool coincidence. So they got it from one piece then. <laughs> However, a more, uh, I guess, likely possibility was that the Tree of Knowledge was inspired by another really old tree known as Math- Dusala. Also, uh, it's possible that the Tree of Knowledge is inspired by uh, the Tree of Knowledge of Good and Evil from the Old Testament. Also, <laughs> this is also still speculation. A lot of people pointed out that the like Buster Call on Ohada is 
eerily similar to the fires of Alexandria. Yes, the Library of Alexandria being. Yeah, that was what I was going to bring up. Is kind of being burned be, down, but it's been yeah. disputed throughout history where it didn't burn down. There's just like a small fire. Anyway. Mrs. Samal would be very proud of me for having remembered any of these details. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my last little fact is uh, Robin and Olivia share the same voice actresses in both subbed and dub and have mm-hmm. the same birthday. Aw, oh, that's nice. I didn't know that. But, you know, we've got Robin. So her backstory being that she grew up as an orphan. She lived with her, barely lived with her aunt and uncle. And the aunt was a fucking bitch. Man, I was like, am I watching Harry Potter? Yeah. Am Harry I watching Potter? Harry Potter right when now? When I saw that, I was like, is Robin just Cinderella? Dude, two, actually, though. Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. got 18 different parallels to shitty aunt slash other relative that you live with. To Robin. Today, as you must know, is my little girl's birthday. So the family is going out for a special dinner tonight. Just the three of us. We left some bread out on the table, so you can eat that for dinner. Don't be too greedy with the jam. Speaking of this, I remember I spoke to Christian a couple of days ago. At some point in our podcast, we just got to do a, a bad parent uh, One Piece tier list. Because, boy, are there are a lot of them. Dude, bruh, don't even get yeah. me started. <laughs> There are some bad parenting choices in this series. And they are they are kind of topped off with like people I mean, we haven't met too many, but I mean the list mostly consists of Olvia and Yasab for <laughs> the time being. Yeah. Like I mean I, I love Olvia and like her cause and all that, but like girl, there were definitely some choices that you could have made to help your I daughter think out on this way, one. Way more Olvia's a lot more forgiven than Yasop. Yasop straight up left. Like he's like <laughs> he had he had no reason to leave. She had like a whole like she had to take on the responsibilities of like so many people. Uh, hold on. That girl your daughter or what? No. Olvia. I'm sorry, little girl. You must be confusing me with someone else. Even if it comes to this, I don't want you to be the daughter of a criminal. Olvia. Huh, what a weird little brat. Right, let's go. Yasop was like, man, I feel he like was being just a like, traveler. I feel the call of the ocean. Yeah, later, he's like, babe. I'm trying to be a pirate dog. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I wish she would have, like, you know, thought to herself, hmm, you know, my supposed brother is kind of a pushover, and I hate his wife. Maybe I should leave Robin with Dr. Clover or something instead. But he, she was like, nah, it'll be fine. Like, you have a real <laughs> family, you know? She had the real family dynamic. Psych. Like, she could have made, she could have decided to give Robin to, like, any of the scholars instead or something, right? Like, that, uh, that would have been a much better idea. Because she knows she's seeking forbidden knowledge, she probably didn't want her to stay with the scholars because she didn't want her to follow in her steps in case she gets mm-hmm, killed. Mm-hmm. That was making a lot of solid points here. It would make more sense for her to be like, hey, go live with your aunt because they're dumb as hell. Yeah, she, the aunt is probably the only person she knows that isn't like trying to... Well, it seemed most of, most of like the, the other villagers there, like they're not... They're not. They're also like not really scholars. They're just kind of there. Like they just live on that island. Well, no, but uh, there's two factors here. Their family, which I'm guessing she probably thought that lady was going to do a better job. Sorry. And then there's the, the the aspect that they don't really relate to anything archaeology based, which is Devin said they don't want to. She doesn't want anything to do with that. Yes. Which is fair. I'm not. I don't disagree with that. That is a solid component. However, I feel like. 
happen. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the wild one. She probably had a good idea about how her sister-in-law well, uh, behaves. You know, she, she 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 could have been like completely absorbed in her work and not known anything yeah. too. Like she was willing for her work to abandon the child completely in the first place. So like, what's to say that? Also, she, the the aunt and her her it was a daughter, Robin's cousin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're in similar ages, so she probably never even saw how the aunt deals with kids either. That's true. So, so moving on, we got all all she didn't have her mother. Aokiji let her go, but you know, obviously because he's still Aokiji, he's like the concept of absolute justice can sometimes drive a man to madness. I've decided to let you escape. I'm curious to see what kind of flower will sprout from the seed that's all protected. You can bear a grudge against whoever you like for this, but. At least you're still alive. However, I do suggest you keep a low profile. And then we get the the quick little, you know, rendition of Robin going through all of her traumas of going from, you know, person to person, uh, institution, organization to organization until she eventually found her way at Crocodile. And man, that girl has just been like on the run, man. What really blew (laughs) my mind was the fabrication of her destroying eight ships. So you actually were surprised by that, because that was going to be my next question, is were you surprised or unhappy that they went past that, that that was never a thing? I'm glad that they answered it, but it's like, because with the context of what she's been going through, it makes a lot more sense for it to be a fabrication than it would be for her an eight-year-old. Because before I was like, this doesn't make sense how an eight-year-old could destroy eight ships with flowers or with a devil fruit of only arms. Like Mm -hmm. it didn't I was like, I've always been wondering, like, how the fuck did she pull that feat off? But seeing how it was actually just a fabrication, it makes it make a lot more sense of why she has the bounty. She doesn't have the bounty because she destroyed a ship. She has a bounty because she knows too much propaganda. Yeah, but what if there was a berserk moment where she just like she goes absolutely nuts, though? Like (laughs) you joke, joke. dude, you joke, though. She, all of these hands come out of all of these ships and just break everyone's spine. She, she just, she becomes like, uh, giving Oda free ideas here where she just becomes like the multi-arm Shiva form and like (laughs) rises into the air, ascends to a higher plane of existence and just annihilates all these ships. But, okay, so after all of that, then we're back to the present. Uh, and we've got we come back to the crew and Robin's just kind of explaining herself in front of everyone being like, I just want to die because I don't want you guys to betray me because it'll break my heart and I don't want to go through that anymore. OK, I'm done with it. I want to die. And Luffy's like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> Luffy's like, you can try saying that again with a straight face or you're on our side of this bridge. You know, you know what's good about the way this plays out? Because like we've already talked about, they don't they still don't know her backstory. They this we we saw it as an audience to give us perspective. But Spondum being the obnoxious asshole that he is, uh obviously kind of moved the plot a little bit further and made note of the very flag that becomes the focus of the next couple of se- or the next couple minutes. They've been dropping it too. They've been showing small snippets of the flag, just waving around. They've been they've been kind of like subtle, like subtly, like using it as like a, a plot element for a little while now. And and looking back, it's 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 super fun on a rewatch, like seeing how they use the flag as like the symbol of like you know, uh, like the the justice or like the world government and like how it's like it is it is the symbol that holds the world hostage or Robin hostage per se. And what is after Spondum points to it? What does Luffy do? But he goes, so that's her enemy. Ah, perfect. perfect. I thought it was interesting finding out that burning the enemy's or like another person's flag isn't a mark of war. I, this is this is a, a world that's dictated 
not dictated, but heavily influenced by pirates. And we've already seen how important a, a flag can be. So, like, if it's going to be important to pirates, chances are it's also important to the world government, which is, like, literally the other half of this world outside of the pirates. No, no, I, I, I get what Devin's saying. It's a lot, it's a lot more uh, interesting to see it happen rather than just think about it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, I totally feel that. And that's honestly why this is one of my favorite moments in the whole series is that like, you know, you get you get everyone's uh, favorite rubbery boy being like, I know what I must do. And he, he doesn't even look at him. He goes like, yo, Sniper King. Yo, he goes, sorry, King. Do the thing. Shoot down that flag. Roger. This is my new weapon. A massive slingshot by the name of Kabuto. Behold, it's awesome power. Special attack. Firebird what if the world government only recognized Soga King as being at war and not Luffy? Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> because Soga King's the one that burned. <laughs> <laughs> they just all focus fire on Soga King. <laughs> he is the top member <laughs> that they must destroy. Spanda Man presses the Buster Call button and they all just aim at Soga King. <laughs> 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 And we see we see that phoenix fries into the sky, burst the flag, and there's a shockwave too. Like they they really milk the shit out of yeah, that instance. They were like, I don't That's think it. it's that strong. I, I have no idea where that power came from. <laughs> <laughs> well, it came, it came from the the uh, Soga King's weapon, of course. Uh, what, what was it, Kabuto? Kabuto was a slingshot, and then his special attack is Firebird Star. Whoosh. Robin's like actually like kind of perturbed, like everyone else was for a minute, being like, "What the fuck did they they did?" And then Spawn was like, bro, you have any idea what the fuck you just did? Those pirates just declared war against the world government! You're all going to die! You morons can't challenge the entire world and expect to win! Yeah, bring it on! It's like, I declared war on the whole world? Hell yeah, I did. Now, Robin, come back here. I'm already a criminal. Fuck that place. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, after after they do it, and Luffy's like, you know, double down, bet. I'm down. I'm, we're going in on this. And Robin's like, she finally gets it. I can live. Face it. Your whole existence is nothing but a crime. The whole world's against you, Robin. You can't be allowed to live. I never dared to wish for something like that. The world had denied me that hope. Bro, yeah, like I was alluding to earlier in the podcast, uh, this is one of my favorite sad moments of all of One Piece. I remember when I was first watching One Piece, it was, uh, I just randomly jumped on board when it was uh, airing on Tsunami, and they were covering this arc. And I remember just one Saturday night, I'm like, okay, One Piece is on. I'm awake. Cool. I'll just watch this. One Piece is cool. Man, and what I a just, week to pick. Yeah. And I just hear Robin's act, Robin in the dub go. But now, if I'm allowed to say my wish just this once, then I, I want to live! Take me with you! Take me away from here! And like the crack in her voice when she says live, like she's like punched me in my gut at like 1 a.m. And I'm like, 
Oh, oh, what, oh what is no. this? this has no right to make me like, feel this my way. My eyes just start like bawling. I'm like, oh, what is happening? I'm like trying to collect my tears in my chest. I'm like, oh, what is happening? Oh. I like that animated uh, little cartoony version of Justice Marshall TV. The scene comes on and you see like an imaginary fist punch him and he goes, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Some fist goes flying out of my TV. Just <laughs> Listen, bro, I'm not going to say that I still cry like a little baby once in a while when I watch this, but I, I cry like a little baby once in a while when I watch this. Oh my god, it hurts! It hurts. It hurts me. so good. I mean, that hurts. But we also skipped over the the, the, the per, my personally sadder part it was little Robin trying to laugh. Oh, oh yeah. I know. I love. I Just love her. the oh. moments with with uh, with Saul and her, and she's like talking about how. Uh, she doesn't want him to leave, and he's like, "Oh, you, uh, you just gotta laugh, you know. If you want to be, if you want to be happy again, all you gotta do is laugh." And he teaches her like how to do the daddy, she, 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 Not bad. Now with more gusto, daddy, she, 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 Now that's more like it, and then she's just like on the boat and she's she's just sad sad dinner she noises and i'm like oh my god stop no robin i just want to give her a hug man i know that, so that was, uh, I don't know how much time we have, but before we move on to the last topics, uh, do, <laughs> I wanted to ask if we feel like Robin or Chopper has a sadder backstory, but maybe that's a debate let's not, not meant for this, this yet. No, we, we have a lot of backstories to go through. Not, not yet, not yet. That that is we're not a there hard yet. One. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jordy is true, but I will go right down right now. Quote me on we this. Can, we can talk about this like during yeah, the Yeah, actually, week, Justin, uh, don't even say week. because we should save that for like its own special time. Yeah, we we can save this for like an arc recap rather than just doing it now. Yeah, yeah. Save save that save that position actually. So that's good. Nah, but right, fine. But we declared war, and that's it. That's all of it. We did it. <laughs> We're move- we've declared. I wonder what they're. I wonder how big Luffy's- Luffy and Zoro's bounty is going to be after this. Yeah. Declare war on the feds. Gave our friend a you reason know, to yeah, live again. I thought about that. I thought about that. You guys were complaining about parallels, and I was too because I kind of hate it. But we already have that system, right? It's the bounties. Well, it is power levels, but that's oh. supposed to be more of like oh. a notoriety thing. It's it's quasi power. It's level. quasi power level when it's used in One Piece, especially laid down the road. But it's cool because it's you know illegal. <laughs> it's a pirate system. <laughs> yeah, because it's pirates. We like pirates. <laughs> it kind of it kind of make it makes more sense in the universe as opposed to just getting. Kicking Chapapa and Chapapa. I, I thought you were gonna say his name, and I was gonna say Chapapa on the back, but no, nope, he could not be bothered to say any of their names. He does not care of them. Kumadori. His name is Fukuro. Kumadori is the seppuku guy. No, I know. Oh, okay. No, that's Yo Yo. Right, right. <laughs> Yo Next week's two eighty four to two eighty six. Tell me the quotes because I gotta leave. Uh, I got. This is a uh, Jaguar talking to Robin. It was like, what's wrong? You've got I'm Lonely written all over your face. <laughs> I went for a little bit. And That's then a I, specific uh, one. Yeah, I like that. And then I had, um, this is Clover. The past belongs to all mankind. No one has the right to stop one from wanting to know our unspoken history. 
my my best one is a shout out to Saul because uh, I, I love the show that that voice actor and he's such a fun character. One day you, you go to see Rob and you'll find people that'll. Someday you'll find friends who won't ever leave you, no matter who you are. Ain't no one born into this world to be alone. <laughs> it's time to go, Robin. This is goodbye. When things are bad, do like I taught you. You remember the laugh, don't you? Look out! He's behind. You just have to find him right before he gets unfortunately iced by everyone's oh, that, good choice of words. <laughs> Literally iced. If I ever meet order, I'm and then I, I I can get a request and be like, hey, can you like write like a mini chapter with all the like the the past mentors and shit just chilling? This is just you know, just chilling in the corner somewhere. You actually can. Uh this ain't much of a spoiler, but in the recent manga chapter releases... Wait, you said spoiler. Bad. No. Well, okay. What do you, well, I'll, I'll say it in non-spoiler words. There are a couple of characters that people tend to like. They're like some fan favorites that just so happen to be in a bar together having a drink. Because what Oda does is he makes he makes little like fan fiction uh, cover stories all the time. You know what I mean? Give me give me an entire time. I want to read what Bellamere says to Tom when he goes, give me Gusto or some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's actually really good. <laughs> One that I thought was wild was there was a, a cover page of Enaru blowing bubbles and bubblegum with a bunch of cats on one. That was a little weird. <laughs> I don't know why somebody wanted to see that, but he he drew it and it looked kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> Do we have any other quotes? I mentioned it before, but like uh, Saul going like, if you laugh, it'll make you happy. Like, uh, if you laugh, it becomes fun. If you're having a hard time, just laugh. You know, Everything comes back to laughter, which is something I like in my own life, really. You know, uh, uh, I find I find being happy stems from funny things or laughing and stuff. Agreed. Um, Aokiji drops a line uh, at one point where he goes, justice changes its form depending on the position you're in. Yeah, that was heavy hitting. Which, uh, you know, given everything we know about the different forms of justice in this world, like that, it, 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 that cuts deep. Uh, that's, a lo- mm-hmm. that's a loaded one mm-hmm. that's a very very loaded quote that uh only gets uh who knows what he's already experienced at this point but in the next 20 years he'll experience a lot of that um right. different forms of justice so what do we have for golden ham because because i'm leaning towards saul i have also been leading on saul i i think i'm gonna go saul on this one myself i guess yeah saul yeah I, I w- i'll go Saul. i got no other i never had anybody Coming up to this, yeah, I I came in here fully fully voting for Saul. Isaac, you got one? How you no, the back I mean, there, I'll just give it to Saul. I was gonna give it to the goat, but I'll just give it to Saul. <laughs> you mean bastard, <laughs> fucking guy, <laughs> redacted. <laughs> uh, Golden Ham Jaguar. Uh, there, there's, a, there's a yeah, Golden Ham for Jaguar, but there's a solid contender in Clover. Oh uh, yeah, that's oh, in my brain. 100%. I was like Clover, but we we press the time. We're going to Jaguar. I was actually going to give it to uh, one of uh, my second pick was probably going to be one of Spawn Dimes goons, uh, the guy that grabbed Clover, honestly. Okay, never mind. It was, it was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a gag, but never mind. <laughs> Before we get to the grab bag, we have a few shout outs here. Uh, shout out to a few individuals this week. Jay from Germany, Luke, the V-Man, uh, Casey, and an adorable pit bull named Lulu. Christian, you have seen pictures of Lulu. Any, any I love her. <laughs> <laughs> Lulu's the best. The goodest girl. <laughs> yeah, they, they know who they are. My week was entirely made by uh, Lulu and the emails that were sent to us recently. God, they were so they were so nice. Thank you guys so much. It's pretty good. Give a, give a treat to Lulu 
for us. Please. please give her give her, her favorite tree for me. Many pets. I beg of you. All the pets. Thanks for the tweets and the Instagram stuff, too. Those are great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you All have right, anything else, Jordy? This, uh, that was it. This week's grab bag is uh, recommendations. And since it's my turn, I, I decided to go on brand here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, my, recommend, my, my <laughs> recommendation this time around is a book called Replay by Ken Grimwood. Oh. Without uh, without giving too much away of the book, the book is about a man named Jeff Winston who dies at the age of 43 from a heart attack, mm-hmm. and he wakes up in college retaining all his memories. The Ooh. dream. The dream. Interesting. I read this book years ago, and there's like one specific chapter that's just killer. It killed me. I stopped reading the book for like three days after reading that chapter, and I was like, no. I'm not going through this. You're, you're like, I, I can't handle this existentialism right now. <laughs> There's a lot happening that I just don't want to handle right this moment. We haven't had a book recommendation yet, so that's awesome. It's a fun little read. It's only like 300 and something pages. Only. Quick, quick weekend book. I read slow. That's, that's not three, good for nah, me. 300 pages is an easy day. Is yeah, an easy that's day. really easy. Yeah. Yeah. I read slow. That takes me well, about solid two weeks. Just like Brendan. All right, I, I was I was waiting for people to somebody like say it. All right, whatever. <laughs> hey, if I'm reading a book, book I can read 300 pages in an afternoon. Like, but if I'm reading a manga, like I want to watch. Y'all the are wild to me. I I read. I don't know if I'm just stupid, but I read slow and I like to like go over lines again and again. So like, ooh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Ooh, let me write that down. I mean, I do. Yeah, the like same if something thing, stands that's... out, like I'll I'll read it again or something like that. I'm also a bad reader myself. I, I that reading was the worst thing on my ACT. I think I got like a 12 on that shit. Shout out ACTs. Well, we have foreign listeners. A lot of them don't even know what you're talking about. Sorry, uh, uh, American standardized testing, big test for uh, high school people, high school going into college, hoping to go to college. Anyway, you have fun reading. Devin, do the thing. Twelve is a bad score. It's like out of thirty-two. Or something. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry, I'm, I'm giving context. <laughs> Devin, do the thing. We have like a German and a Norwegian that listen to us, man. I gotta give them context. <laughs> Devin, do the thing. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Panda Sightings. You can also send us emails at pandasightings at gmail.com. Send us photos of your dog or whatnot. We Listen love that. to our, our uh, Panda View cast if you really want to. We, we're we're going to start doing some nonsense cast if you uh, look forward to that. We're going to talk about anything, honestly. Yeah, yeah it's, it's free time. It, so. Yeah, those are those are our breaks from like watching things and talking about those things. Unhinged. It's our whatever we feel like doing. Cast the first one on actually went pretty good, I think. It went all right. You know, we we only cut like forty minutes from it. Only forty. <laughs> forty minutes out of the hour hour recording. There was like maybe twenty minutes. I thought that was actually a decent like forty minute long cast. I thought I thought most of that was pretty good to be honest. I may or may not be memeing. Calm down, guy. Okay, I'm just all right. You know, sometimes it's it's hard to tell, Dylan. You know, look forward to that coming out as of. This recording, it comes out next Monday, I think. Monday or Tuesday, one of those days. It's called Soft, uh, soft Pretzel Energy, something like that. Soft Pretzel Energy. <laughs> <laughs> I have zero context for what that means, but it sounds oh, funny. Oh, it's so sad. You should have been there, Justin. Not even for the, not even for this fucking pretzel debate, but for other things we talked about. <laughs> yep, we Stupid. debated pretzels. <laughs> and it got heated. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Have a good day, y'all. Goodbye, everybody. Love you. Love you. Or good morning. (laughs) Oh, you guys, you're so awesome. I love you. Let's go.